Nolan Arnato on the trading block. The All-Star third baseman had some interesting comments about the team, the season, and his future. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor. Born and raised in the Lube and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. Want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. That way you're interacting with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The twenty twenty three season for the St. Louis Cardinals has not panned out the way they wanted, uh, the way that any of us wanted. The, the, the team, front office, the fans, nobody. Uh, pitching has been the biggest issue, and as of today, there there really is no quick fix solutions to this problem, at least for 2023. There's no miracle trade that can likely be done to right all the wrongs that have happened here in the first half of the season before the trade deadline to, to turn this whole thing around. You know, they've essentially run out of time. Now, we can sit here like good Cardinal fans and pretend that there is still hope and we can wish that they can go on some magical run and rattle off 18 straight wins and that the Reds and the Brewers are going to collapse and somehow, some way, the Cardinals will make it in. But to steal the line from grumpier old men, you can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which gets filled first. All of the talk about it's still early and let's be patient. All of that is over. Okay, there there is no more time. The season has slipped away, and the Cardinals have some very interesting choices to make over the next couple of weeks with teams who are looking to bolster their rosters for the playoffs by plucking different people off of teams who are out of it, which, unfortunately, that's where the St. Louis Cardinals are right now. They're in last place in the NL Central, okay? Let's not sugarcoat what's going on here, that things are going to get turned around and that they're all of a sudden going to get back into this thing. The odds of that happening are very, very slim. And that's just the reality, okay? And uh, one of the names that I didn't think that I'd have to be talking about as far as who might be moved at the trade deadline is all-star third baseman Nolan Arenado. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I presented the idea of trading reigning NL MVP Paul Goldschmidt, which admittedly is not something that the team is likely to do. And I said that, but it was something that, in my opinion, would be a quicker way to get the team, you know, back on track, back into contention for next season. You know, if Mo was able to make the right deal, of course. Okay. Um, and I was laughed at. I was called names. I was told repeatedly how dumb I was for suggesting such an idea. And again, I wasn't saying that it was the best thing to do or it was something that I wanted the Cardinals to do. But I was throwing it out there as an option that if a team came calling and had a crazy, you know, Juan Soto type of package on the table, that it might be in the organization's best interest to listen. Uh, after this year, 
Paul Goldschmidt has one year remaining on his deal. He's getting older. Is he going to be any better than he was last year? You know, will his uh, will his worth be any higher than it is right now? The same could be said about Nolan Arenado. And now John Heyman from the New York Post is adding fuel to that fire of the Cardinals, I don't know, contemplating moving Nolan Arenado with something that he put out this morning. And his headline reads, Nolan Arenado knows Cardinals trading him isn't out of the question. Now, Nolan is in Seattle for the All-Star Game. He's the lone representative for the Cardinals. And he did an interview with the media. And John Heyman was part of this. And in Heyman's story, he says, Cardinals superstar third baseman Nolan Arenado said he wouldn't be shocked if he's traded and quotes him as saying, it's a business, right? I've been traded once. I think that shocked a lot of people at that time. I guess it doesn't surprise me anymore what happens in this game. It would still be surprising seeing certain things happen, but I understand there are certain things that probably should. Now, my take from this particular quote because there is more to this whole interview and the, to this whole, because it's a whole media thing. It's not like Heyman was sitting down with Nolan. It's just a one-on-one thing. The media is sitting there and they're all filming and asking questions to Nolan at the same time. And Heyman got a few of them in. And my take from this particular portion of it is that he's saying you can't rule anything out. But I also believe that at the end of the quote there where he says, but I understand there are certain things that probably should I think he's talking about the team having to trade away guys like Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty at the deadline. I think that's who he's talking about. I don't think he believes he's, I don't believe he's talking about himself or he's talking about Paul Goldschmidt. I think he's realizing that where the Cardinals are, that they're probably going to have to move guys instead of trying to add pieces to, to go on a run here in the second half. Now, Heyman goes on to quote Nolan in his story with this until that happens. I try not to think about it. I understand what our position is. I understand things are probably going to happen, but until it involves me, I try not to give it too much thought. Again, not talking about himself, in my opinion, not talking about himself getting traded away, but that the team will likely need to sell this year considering their position in the standings. And with Monty, Flaherty, and Hicks approaching free agency, that's the business side of all of this, right? You know, it's not like, you actively want to get rid of guys who are good. <laughs> you know, normally that's not the case. You wish the Cardinals could keep Jordan Montgomery. Uh, if Jack Flaherty is going to continue to get better, you would want to keep a guy like that who's in his late 20s and still has plenty of ball left in him. Jordan Hicks throws 104. Why would you get rid of this guy? He's basically become your closer now that Helsley is out with an injury. I've also heard Helsley's name brought up in trade stuff too, which is a little odd to me considering he's hurt. But, um, you know, that's business. And in my opinion, he's really alluding to that, not the idea of himself getting moved. I think that's what Nolan's getting at in this. Now, do I think the St. Louis Cardinals will trade Nolan Arenado? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, I am 99.9% sure that they will not trade Nolan Arenado at the trade deadline this year. Why is it not 100%? Well, because nobody is completely and totally untradeable. There's always a, a sliver of something wild that could happen, right? You know, um, nothing is 100%, 100% certain in life. It just isn't. And I do not think that moving Nolan Arenado is something the Cardinals should do. And I've got plenty of reasons why I feel that way. And I'm going to share those with you next. Plus, um, 
there was more to this media session than what we're getting from the Paul Heyman, Paul, or not Paul Heyman, John Heyman, Paul Heyman wrestling guy, John Heyman. There's more to it than what he just put in his little piece, okay? There's a lot more to it. And we're going to get into all of this because he talks about the Cardinal season this year and whether or not he'd even be interested in leaving St. Louis in the first place. So we'll get into that next on Locked on Cardinals. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with great deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited about the fun you're going to have when you get them in your hand. Forget about planning months in advance. It's not necessary because Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event with exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, uh, concert season is here for the summer. Obviously, you want to get to all of those comedy shows. Maybe you like theater. They've got your hook up there and more. Uh, the game time guarantee means that you're always going to get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. And I can just leave you hanging and say, oh, well, good for you. No, they take care of their customers. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. No need to fumble around through your email, email trying to find where the tickets went. You're like, where? What? I, did I ever get them? No, they, they get sent directly to your phone. And now you can snag the tickets without the stress, and you can do it with Game Time. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On MLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. After the All-Star break, the Cardinals are back home uh, this weekend against the Washington Nationals, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Again, thank you for making Card Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. A reminder to always feel free to leave comments and uh, suggestions, uh, whether it's on our, our YouTube in the comments section or on Twitter anytime you want. Your feedback is always welcome and encouraged. Um, like I did with the Paul Goldschmidt show that I did a couple of weeks ago and talked about that trade scenario. Um, I can list a few reasons why trading Nolan Arenado could benefit the team. I can always find an angle <laughs> to tell you why it could work or why it shouldn't work, but I'm not going to do why it could work because I don't believe it's something that is even going to happen. I really don't. And here are my reasons why. Number one, Nolan Arenado had the chance to jump ship if he wanted this past off season. And instead, he decided to opt in and remain with the team and remain with this organization for the foreseeable future. If he didn't think the Cardinals were committed to winning or were headed in the wrong direction, like he could, he foresaw all of this coming and that they were, they were going to go uh, down like the Titanic. And if he felt that they were doing things so poorly, why, why on earth would he opt back in? If he thought it was a sinking ship, he would have opted out and gone somewhere else and got a different deal. This season that is going on with the Cardinals caught everyone by surprise. And Nolan admits that in the video, which has been posted by Derek Gould at stltoday.com, saying, quote, we're all surprised with what's going on here. It's been a tough first half. Nobody wants this. We know St. Louis fans aren't happy about it, and we completely understand. If they're not happy about it, they can only imagine how we're at with this, we understand that it's definitely caught everyone by surprise. And that's the plain and simple truth. Like, remember that coming into the season, despite 
not making any major moves outside of signing Wilson Contreras, almost everyone who covers the game of baseball consider the Cardinals the favorite to win the NL Central. Almost everybody thought the Cardinals were going to make the playoffs this year, myself included. I didn't I didn't see this coming. I mean, we did a preseason NL Central show with the rest of the uh, locked-on hosts in the, in the division, and all of them picked the Cardinals. All of them had the Cardinals winning the division. They, they said things like, you know, the Brewers could surprise some people, but they picked the Cardinals. And it's with the same roster that the guy that we got right now. Like nobody saw this coming. We knew their weakness was pitching. We all knew that, but we didn't know it was going to be like this. We didn't know it'd be this bad. Nobody saw things going this sideways for the entire first half of this even, even like last month, like in June, um, talking with people, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm still not counting the Cardinals out. And I'm not talking about people who are Cardinal fans. I'm talking about people who work for other teams <laughs> and, and and are rooting for other teams. Or they are the ones still that were still saying, I'm not rooting them out yet. I'm not ruling them out. The, 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 the Cardinals are still the Cardinals. This has been a weird year. Uh, number two reason why I don't think it's going to happen, he's under contract. And yeah, it's expensive. But when you consider the escalation of salaries these days, I believe no one to be well worth the money that the Cardinals are paying him. He's making $35 million this year and next. But then it goes 32, 27, and 15 before he's an unrestricted free agent again at the age of 37 in 2028. And if I'm reading this right, the Rockies are paying $4 million of that each season. So the Cardinals are on the hook here for uh, 31 next year and uh, this year, next year. And then it goes down to 28 and then to 23 and then to 11 before he's a free agent. So I got no issues with the money there. So it's not like the Cardinals are like, oh boy, we are really paying a hefty ransom for this guy. Who, by the way, is still arguably the best third baseman in all of baseball. I still think he is. He's had a down year defensively, but I still would take him pretty much over everybody else in the entire league. And then uh, Nolan is apparently going to receive deferred money of $3 million a year from 2032 to 2041. So those sound like made-up years. That's so far down the road. But he's not costing you so much where you, you can't pay him. Uh, number three, he's got a no-trade clause. So it's not like you can just ship him anywhere you want without asking his permission. Same thing with Paul Goldschmidt. The Cardinals can't just trade these guys if they want to because they feel like it. You know, these guys have to want to leave. They have to want to go to the places that are trying to trade for them. And that brings me to my fourth point is no one doesn't want to leave. You go back to this media session and you go back to the video after John Heyman has already left the area because you can hear Nolan say goodbye to him. Arenado was asked, is your hope to stay with the Cardinals? And Nolan's response without hesitation is, yeah, absolutely. I opted in for a reason, right? There's a reason I opted in. If it didn't feel that way, I definitely wouldn't have done that. It's a business. I don't know how it goes. There's a reason why I opted in. I do love St. Louis. My family loves it. We just want to turn it around. And that's what we're all hoping for, right? Is a turnaround. 
in my opinion, what's happened this season to the Cardinals, there are people out there who might say, saw it coming, mile away. We knew they were going to stink like this. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you one bit. I think this season is an outlier. I think normally the Cardinals do a pretty darn good job putting a product on the field that gives you a chance to win day in and day out. And for a number of different reasons, it has not worked this year. Nobody saw them being this bad defensively. Nobody thought their pitching would be quite this bad. And you had inconsistent offense at the very beginning of the season, which made it tough for them to kind of get things going. And now you're seeing an offense that looks really, really good. Arnato in this uh in this media session, even brings up how he believes that his the, the Cardinals right now are a top five offense and gives them a lot of credit. He's like, we we have some good arms in Montgomery and Flaherty, but he brings up that they haven't played well defensively and just hasn't they haven't played good baseball as a whole throughout the year. He brings up that you know the second half of the season should be a little bit easier than it was in the first half. You know, the level of competition isn't quite as strong as it was in the first half. But it's, it's, I just believe it's an outlier. I don't think if you kept this team together, they'd be as bad next season. But it's probably not going to happen. Changes need to be made. Absolutely. Do certain deals that were made in previous seasons sting a whole lot more right now, considering where the Cardinals are? For sure. For sure. And we saw a couple of those pieces that were traded away on display last night at the Home Run Derby with Randy Arozarena and Adolis Garcia. So we're going to wrap up today's episode with some quick thoughts on those guys. And we're going to go revisit the trades of not only Arozarena and Garcia, but also Gallon and Alcantara. Because, you know, people are, are, are destroying the Cardinals right now for making those deals and these guys becoming stars. But at the time, making those deals, at least the one with the Marlins, seemed like the right move. So we're going to talk about those next on Locked on Cardinals. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and we're always changing. And therapy can help you with it. If therapy is about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we're not exactly sure why we react the way we do in certain situations, but when we talk things through, it makes us understand it a little bit better. And let's be honest, it's always nice to have just somebody there to talk to about anything that's going on in your life. It doesn't always have to be bad stuff. It could be good stuff, you know? And that's where BetterHelp can benefit you. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from whatever point in life you're at. If you're thinking of starting therapy, my advice to you is to give BetterHelp a try. It's, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible to your schedule, not to the therapist, but to your schedule. I've brought this up many times, but that's the hard part about going in and seeing a therapist. If that's something you want to do is because you have to get squeezed into their schedule. And with BetterHelp, it's suited to your schedule, which is an absolute bonus. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. There's a BetterHelp.com slash locked on MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on MLB. Yesterday was a tough day for, for Cardinals fans, right? Before we get into it, a reminder, the All-Star break is here. We're, we got the All-Star game tonight, but... 
it's when the, when it's all said and done, the Cardinals will be back on the field at Bush Stadium this weekend uh, against the Washington Nationals. That series will start on Friday. You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals Hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. But being that it is the All-Star break, uh, it's been a little bit tough for, for us Cardinals fans because last night we saw two former prospects on display for the world to see in all their glory in the Home Run Derby but not competing for the Cardinals. Instead, they're competing for other teams. Randy Arena for the Rays, Adolis Garcia for the Rangers. And if you were watching last night on ESPN, you even heard the telecast mention St. Louis Cardinals nightmare scenario. And that was when they were doing the introductions and you saw Garcia and Arena line up and look at each other like they're getting ready to do a title fight. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks seeing these guys excel for other organizations instead of in St. Louis. And, you know, and it, and it hurts even more because Cardinals are losing now and they don't have anybody who is sniffing the production of what Arena and Garcia are doing this year. Now, the Arena deal has been bad, right? Because he's gone on to become a superstar, like an international superstar. Amazing at the WBC, rookie of the year. ALCS, you know, MVP. And Matthew Libertor has not lived up to expectations yet. Those were the two big pieces in that trade. I, I, I was hoping that this would be the year that Libertor, you know, made that next step, especially after pitching so well at Memphis, where he looked really, really good. And then he gets up to the Cardinals and he just does not look like the same guy. So he's clearly got some work to do. But I want to remind you as well, that Libertor is still 23 years old, okay? We're not talking about a dude in his late 20s still trying to figure things out. Now, if he ends up struggling for the next couple of years and we're still in the same spot, then sure, call him a bust if that's what you want to do. But at 23, I'm not ready to do that yet. I think it's premature to close the book on what his future might be. So I'm not even remotely there. Adolis Garcia, clearly another mistake. The Cardinals DFA'd him despite putting up decent minor league numbers. Nothing amazing. It wasn't like he was a top prospect in all of baseball. Decent numbers in the minors. So they feel like they've kind of got too many outfielders going on. They decide to trade him to the Rangers for cash considerations. And if you didn't know, the Rangers also DFA'd Adolis Garcia in 2021. Nobody claimed him. Nobody. Every single team had a shot at him, even the Cardinals. And they all failed to see the potential in Adolis Garcia. Nobody could predict that he was going to go off and do what he's done the last couple of years. So it's not just the Cardinals who made a mistake here. Everybody did. So whether or not that makes you feel any better about it, I leave that up to you. But just know that all of the other teams could have had him as well and decided that he wasn't anything that was going to... If they all knew he was going to be what he was now, they all would have claimed him, right? The Cardinals would have never traded him. But nobody saw this coming. He made some adjustments, and he's gotten a lot better. Late bloomer, right? And then on top of those two being in the home run derby, it was announced that former Cardinals pitching prospect Zach Gallen is now going to start for the National League in the All-Star game. That part of the Marcelo Zuna trade, along with Sandy Alcantara, who won the NL Cy Young last season. And it's always a joke now that, like, can you imagine if the Cardinals end up trading two Cy Young Award winners for Marcelo Ozuna? Wow. 
Now, again, you cannot predict the future, and I'm sure if Mo had a chance to go back and redo things, he would. But the Ozuna trade at the time was considered a pretty good move. Remember, when they traded for Marcel Ozuna, Ozuna was 26 years old, coming off a monster year where he hit 312, 37 home runs, 124 RBIs, a silver slugger winner, and a gold glove winner. So if that kind of person was available right now, you wouldn't trade some of your young prospects for that particular guy? You're telling me you wouldn't do that. The Cardinals at the time really needed offense. Like their best hitter at this point of the in when this trade was made was like Matt Carpenter. That's where they were. Dexter Fowler, Tommy Pham. Those were the guys that were your top hitters. They attempted to get Giancarlo Stanton, who was the reigning NL MVP. Uh, he had a no trade clause, turned him down. Only wanted to play for four certain teams. Didn't have anything bad to say about the Cardinals, but just didn't want to play there. Didn't think it was a good fit. Wanted to go somewhere else. Christian Yelich, they tried to get him. Marlon said no. So they pivoted to Ozuna, who was a very good player at this time. And again, 26 years old. And Ozuna wasn't horrible in St. Louis. So we get this idea that he was like just terrible. And he wasn't. But he never reached the numbers that he was with the Marlins. And that's was a letdown. His first year, 280, 23 home runs, 88 RBIs. Cardinals failed to make the playoffs. Next season, they go and get Goldie to go along with Ozuna. Hits 241, 29 home runs, 89 RBIs in year two. Cardinals make the playoffs, go to the NLCS, but get swept by the Nationals, who go on to win the World Series. So, Mo at the time, took a shot. Traded, and remember, they hadn't made the playoffs in a couple of years. Okay, the year Ozuna came, Ozuna comes in. That's when the same year that they fire Matheny and Schilt takes over. Okay, so it's not like the Cardinals were riding high at this point. They had to change some things. They needed to bring in some thump to try to get back to the playoffs. So Mo took a shot, traded some young talent away to try to get back to the playoffs and start winning again. And it worked in year two after they got Goldie. But ultimately, they don't win a championship, so it seems like a letdown. And then the prospects that they ended up trading at the time, end up blossoming in other places. Five years later, five years down the road, if Mo had refused, if I had told you <laughs> at the time that Mo was trying to get one of these uh, outfielders from the Marlins, but refused to give up any of the young talent who were like 21, 22 years old at the time, He'd have been roasted, roasted, right? You would have been so mad at him. Like We could have had that guy, a 26-year-old silver slugger winner, gold glove winner to add to our offense. And we said no because of a, a couple of prospects. You would have killed him for that. And I'm not saying Mo hasn't screwed up. You know, I pointed out multiple places where he's made some poor choices and bad decisions. But not every trade that the Cardinals are going to make from here on out are going to be ripoffs in favor of the Cardinals like they have been over the years. I mean, for years, the Cardinals have taken advantage of other teams. Think about these trades. Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland, Edgar Renteria, Mark McGuire, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, 
Adam Wainwright, Matt Holliday, going back further, Lou Brock, Ozzie Smith, Willie McGee, uh, John Tudor, all of them Cardinal Hall of Famers or likely future Cardinal Hall of Famers acquired for guys that the other teams thought were pretty darn good and was a good deal, and the Cardinals ended up winning those deals. We are a spoiled fan base. We have been for a long time. We aren't used to losing, and now that the team is bad and in a, in a bad spot, despite nobody thinking that they'd be this bad coming into the season, we're panicking a little bit, and I understand that. But I'm here to tell you that it's not the end of the world right now. These types of mistakes, they're, yes, they're very tough to overcome, no doubt. And watching guys last night perform, and you're going to see them tonight in the All-Star game as well, that could have been on the Cardinals and are not, is going to be a tough pill to swallow. And we'd much rather have an outfielder, uh, an outfielder that consists of, you know, a Rosa Reina, Garcia, Newton Walker right now than what we're what we're dealing with. You'd rather have Gallon and Alcantara, along with Michaelis and Montgomery and Flaherty. That would be great, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. They went and tried to win before, and they just didn't win a championship. If they had won a championship, I don't think we'd be crying so much, right? It would just be, eh, that's part of doing business. But they didn't, and now we're all upset about it. <laughs> At the deadline this year, Mo will have a chance to set the team on a better path moving forward into next season and beyond. Can he do it? That is the real question. We'll all wait and see. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for this weekend's series against the Nationals with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. All-star game tonight on Fox that begins at 7 o'clock St. Louis time. The American League has won nine in a row and has lost just six times since 1988. So if you're a betting person, probably smart to bet on the American League. Nolan Arnata will be batting fifth and starting at third for the NL. Um, I hate that they still are not going to be wearing their team uniforms for a third straight year. I find that to be incredibly lame, but it is what it is. So I'll be watching the game tonight. Hope you enjoyed. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube to uh, help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.